Good morning, church family. It is so good to be with you again this Sunday morning. We are um, we are so excited that we are in your living rooms and your lounge rooms and your dining rooms and your bedrooms, wherever it is that you're sitting and watching. We are just so wrapped to be with you, to be continuing to just connect. Obviously not um, physically, but well, it is physically. We are definitely here with you just so, um, so we're really excited to be with you and to be able to share God's heart this morning and to love and encourage you because we do love you all so very much. It's a really good way to put it. Um, Scott Morrison, our PM, says that in this particular time of isolation, we're not disconnected. And there's some truth to that, but I think when we meet together like this, we might be isolated and we may be connected, but it's moments like these that we create community. And, and that's what we're here for. We're here to spend some time with our family. Amen? Yeah, that's great. So, um, so I have a little challenge for you this week before we get into some of the things that God has been downloading to us. I want you to ask God for the name of one person in your church family and do something to be a blessing to them. So um, encourage them in some way, buy them a block of chocolate, buy a card, ask God for a word for them. Just do something to love on family because this is just the most amazing opportunity for us to champion one another, reach out to one another, connect with one another in different ways. So be a blessing to someone this week. I think it would be great if we thought of the name of someone in our church family every week for this entire season that we're in and we just go out of our way to love them well. Amen. What happens if they all come up with the name Andrew? Well, you're going to get super blessed this week. <laughs> that, that, that would be super awesome, but don't feel compelled. <laughs> feel free to come up with the name Melanie too. Totally okay with that. But no, seriously, let's love and our church family. It's such a privilege to be able to do that. Yeah, me. I wanted to um, share a couple of books with you that I've been reading lately because it's really important that we continue to just lean into God and draw near to him and be hungry and thirst after the things of him in this season. We probably need extra encouragement just because of the uncertainty of the things happening in this world. So a great book that I have read a number of times is Strengthen Yourself in the Lord by Bill Johnson. Brilliant book. I highly recommend it. And it is all about how we learn to strengthen ourselves in the Lord, to encourage ourselves in the Lord, to pick ourselves up, to remind ourselves of the promises of God, to stay strong in our faith, no matter how we're feeling or what's going on around us. So you can log on to Curon Bookstore and grab that. You can download that on your Kindle, however it is that you love to read. Do it. Another book I'm reading at the moment is Prayer of Protection by Joseph Prince. I'm pretty sure that's quite a new release. So I have the devotional and I have the book and it's absolutely fantastic. It's all based from Psalm 91 and just the protection and provision and favour and blessing that we have as children of God. So if you want to be encouraged, read it. It's absolutely fantastic. If you need a devotional, something that you can sit with for a few minutes each morning to encourage yourself, grab the devotional. Watch sermons online. I know Pastor Andrew has a whole heap of things happening. He, he is doing devotionals during the week. There are prayer meetings that you can connect with. Right. There's now a new Bible study. If you don't know about the Bible study, contact Pastor Andrew. He's starting a Bible study online as well. So we have so many things that you can connect with that can encourage you and just make you feel connected, not disconnected. 
I know Ben Reeve put a brilliant playlist on our Facebook page. So I've had some great comments about people just enjoying that so much. So get onto that. Worship, worship and worship a bit more. Worship is so good for our soul. So the reason we're sharing this is because we just want to continue to encourage you to stay strong in your faith, stay close to God. I love that scripture, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. This is a season where we can... Um, continue to just grow in intimacy with Abba. We can spend, you know, probably extra time with Papa than we normally have. So it's a great opportunity to continue to just grow in our relationship with Father. And what we can do to help you with that on this particular, while you're watching this, if you scroll down a little bit further, uh, we'll have a link to that playlist that uh, Ben provided for us on Spotify, which are really all the songs that as a church we've been worshipping to over the last probably six closer to 12 months. So that'll be there and you'll be able to just hit that link after the service and uh, worship your little hearts away in your house. Yeah, that's great. And we record this on a Friday. So on a Sunday morning, we're actually sitting on our computers watching this with you. And I know you can make comments and say hello. So let's make this an interactive experience. Say hello to someone else in the church family. Give us your feedback. Let us know your thoughts about the things that we're sharing. We're really interested and wanting it to just be an interactive experience Absolutely. for all of us together. Absolutely. So, Pastor Andrew, I wanted to share a couple of quotes that I've read this week that have really impacted me and just get your thoughts on them. So the first quote is, when you are pressed on all sides and feeling the heat from the fire, worship. You can't afford not to. It's not a waste of time. It's not a distraction. It's a posture of leaning on God. It's a means of looking to him as your source. It's a way of maintaining a spirit of dependence on him. When I read that, I just loved that quote. It just jumped out at me. It really impacted me. So I had to write it down. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> Nothing like being put on the spot. Um, it's actually a brilliant, a brilliant quote because when you think about it, church, our worship actually opens up gateways to heaven. It actually creates a space for the supernatural. Uh, if you think about even, even Jacob as he slept, angels were ascending and descending. There are moments in our lives that actually when we posture ourselves in the presence of God that the supernatural happens. Yeah. It can happen in your sleep with dreams and visions. It can happen while you're actually worshipping in some, some form, whether it's in singing or in dance or in, in some way blessing somebody else. I actually really love that. It's not a waste of time. Worship is never a waste of time. To stop and worship the king of all kings mm. can never, ever be considered a waste of time. And if anyone was to say to you that it is a waste of time, it's probably worth telling them that they could possibly be the waste of time themselves. Don't quote me on that exactly, though, hey? I have um, the most amazing worship sessions in my bedroom. I've got my little Google Home and I just get my playlist of songs going. And, you know, there is just heavenly encounters happening when we worship God. It is such a sweet place to be in, to just abandon ourselves, to totally focus on our Abba Father and to be in his presence is a beautiful thing. So do that this week. Make time for that this week. One other quote that I read, which I really loved. Go. Because I think that often sometimes we can feel like this. The feeling of being distant from God is only a feeling, nothing more. I love that. 
He has promised in his word that he will never leave you nor forsake you. Our Lord Jesus paid for you to have access to God's constant presence. Yeah, come on. At the cross, he cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When God turned his back on him, he took our place and was rejected by God when he carried our sins. So that today we can take his place of being in the constant presence of Father and take him as our refuge and our fortress. Yeah, wow. Yeah, brilliant. Wow. That's actually a brilliant quote. Uh, when you when you think about all that has happened, all that Jesus has done for us, all that he's provided for us, the access that he's given us because of that death and resurrection, we can only abide in the shelter of the Almighty. Or, or if you'd rather put it in, in different terms, we can walk into the Holy of Holies, the place that only a priest in the Old Testament could go into mm -hmm. once a year. And if they went in unworthily or even with their clothes with a crease, they wouldn't survive the experience. Mm -hmm. But now we have total access yeah. to Father God, yeah, absolute access because of the cross. And so I love it. Our Lord Jesus has paid for us to have access to God's constant presence. That means in seasons like this, the COVID-19 virus where there's fear running rampant everywhere, we can actually step into a place where the Prince of Peace exists. Yeah, That's amen. awesome. Amen. <laughs> Yeah, God's been reminding me and just repeating in my head and my heart and my spirit all week, I'm your source, Melanie. I'm your source. What do you need? I'm your source. How are you feeling? I'm your source. What are you experiencing? What are the challenges today? Whatever they are, I'm your source. I love Psalm 121 verse 2. It says, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Yeah, I mean. Isaiah 26, 4, trust in the Lord forever. For in God the Lord we have an everlasting rock. Wow. Psalm 94, 22, this is another great one. But the Lord has been my stronghold and my God, the rock of my refuge. We can so take refuge in him. We can so run to him. We can so make him our place, our place of peace and rest and our sanctuary. You know, it's really cool. Most, I, I'm assuming that most of you won't know where I'm coming from, but knowing some of you know that I, I like to game on Xbox from time to time, and, and, and I'm not very good, but it's a, one of those shoot 'em games, and often when I'm trying to snipe someone, shoot someone, I hide behind the rock because there's protection because they can't yeah, see me. Come on, that's and great. that really Love poor that. analogy is just to say that my God, the rock of my refuge, yes. when we actually yeah. abide ourselves in a place yeah. where he's our refuge, we are totally concealed by him. We are hidden by him. We can't be seen in that place of refuge because he covers us. That's just an awesome thought. Yeah, that's great. I love that. And one more scripture that I wanted to share. It says, I would have despaired unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for the Lord. And I, and I feel God just speaking that over us this morning. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord because he is present. He is here. He is near. I would have despaired a million times over without the goodness of the God. So God's our source, yeah? 
Jesus is our source. That's the thought that I have been meditating on all week. And the word source actually means a place, person, or thing from which something originates or can be obtained. I'll read it for you again. A place, person, or thing from which something originates or can be obtained. So if we need electricity in our house, we're going to go to AG Electricity or Red Energy or Tango Electricity. We're going to source our electricity from an electricity supplier. If I want to source food, I'm going to go to the supermarket or the butcher or the fruit and vegetable shop. If I want to source meat, I'm probably not going to go looking at Kmart. I don't think Kmart have a great source of quality meat. So that's they have where plenty I'm of other off. things. <laughs> but if I want meat, I'm going to go to the butcher. If I want advice on my finances, I'm going to source a financial advisor or someone who is really wise with their finances. If I need a new car, I'm going to go to a car dealership. If I want pizza and I'm on a budget, I'm going to go to Domino's. If I feel like splurging, then it's going to be Red Door Pizza in Bunningong. Love their pizzas. If I want to learn how to play tennis, I'm actually going to ask my mum because she's a really great tennis player. If I want to source some really good Italian food, I'm probably going to go see my mother-in-law because she's a really great cook. You just ask me. She could just ask me. She really could just. You do make very good meatballs in a red sauce with peas. He's really good at that. But I'm sure just we can. Just one thing. One thing. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, it's really important that as people that love God, as Christians, that we go to the right source for the right thing. Yeah, Amen. Right, Pastor Andrew, if you need good coffee, where are you going to go for that? Usually to my own kitchen with my own coffee machine or even here at the church. But there are just a couple of really good cafes in Ballarat that I would go to because um, the last thing that I want to do is spend 3 or 4 or $5 on an average coffee from an average location. Mm. True? Yeah. In other words, I'm not going to go to a place that specialises in tea to get a real drink called coffee. I won't do that. I won't waste my time. <laughs> He's my a tea person. And Love three, our tea. And three people held up their hands. You could bless someone with tea this week too. You could find a really nice box of tea and go bless someone that loves tea. So and what about... limits those you can bless though. Anyway, go on. So if you're feeling discouraged, yeah. what source are you going to go to to actually encourage yourself? Yeah. The right answer is we need to turn to God because he's our encourager. Yeah. And isn't it funny that when, when life's a little bit tough, when life throws curveballs at us, mm. that often the thing that we do the least is run to the person that can actually help us the most. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> that's really good. I love that. So if I need peace, if I need courage, if I need hope, if I need provision, strength, joy, yeah, I'm going to my source. I'm going to my Jesus. And in this season, I feel the Holy Spirit whispering, you don't need to look anywhere else. You don't need to look anywhere else. I'm your source. Yeah. You don't need to look in any other places. I'm your source. He's your source. He's my source. He is our source in Jesus' name. Amen. In this season where we need 
love. We need encouragement. We need mm. uh, a greater measure of of trust and yes. strength and, yeah. and and everything else that goes with actually walking through a difficult season. Mm. Then we need to be a people it's that really turn good. to Jesus. Yeah. Because it, it's in His presence there's fullness of joy, and His joy is our strength. We actually should be so joyous in these confusing and difficult times that it confuses those that don't know him. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So God's asking us a question this morning, and I want to ask you a question. What do you need right in this moment? What do you need this week? What do you need this morning? What's the greatest need that you have right now? Because God wants to step into that place and be your provider. So I want us to all close our eyes actually, and I want you to put in the forefront of your mind the greatest need that you have right now, and we're actually gonna pray into that. So we thank you, Father, that you're a good God. Yeah. I thank you Bless that you are in our homes, God, you are in our bedrooms, you are in our living rooms, you're with us right now. And I thank you that you see your sons and you see your daughters and you know every need in Jesus' name. And I want to thank you, God, whether it's peace, whether it's supernatural provision, God, an abundance of finance, Father, just an overwhelming sense of your love and your presence and your goodness. Would you just wash afresh on our family this morning? Fill their hearts, God, just fill them afresh with your love, afresh with your peace, afresh with your joy. Bring such a reassurance, God, to the deep places inside of them that you have got them, yeah, that, that you, you're God. with them, that you Thank know you, their Jesus. need right now and you are providing you, for it in Jesus' name, abundantly more than they can hope, dream and imagine. This is a season of favour, of blessing, of provision, God. You know, we need never lack because you're our Abba, you're our Father. Yeah, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Sometimes we're trying to find rump steak at Kmart, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we're not going to find it there. You're looking in the wrong place. Sometimes we're trying to find certainty in the news. Sometimes we're trying to find peace in a bottle or pills or food or, or spending, but it's always found in him. Sometimes we're looking for unconditional love in the wrong places. He has unconditional love. He has an abundance of love. He has love without measure, limit, condition. It doesn't run out. He, he doesn't change his mind. He never stops loving us. Jesus has an abundance of that for yeah, us. Come on. Amen. Sometimes we're trying to find our provision by working harder and harder and harder. And I have a great work ethic. My dad gave me a really great work ethic. I don't even think I was allowed to take a sick day if I was genuinely sick. And it's really important that we work hard and that in everything we do, we do it with a spirit of excellence, yeah? With such a spirit of excellence. But if we're just depending on ourselves, sometimes God is calling us to work a little less and trust a little more, to make some more time for him, to be still, to give a little, to give a little more and to trust him for our provision. I felt a song coming on, but I, I can't sing. What was it? I'm not going there. <laughs> so, it, was just, it was that, give a little, give a little more. There's a song in there somewhere. 
I'm sure if you can think of it. Yeah, there is. I yeah, can't yeah. think of it though either. <laughs> Someone can type it. So how, how do we trust God for our finances? How do we trust God for provision, you know, when there's uncertainty about, yeah. you know, the future of our jobs, whether our wages are going to continue, yeah. whether places of work will shut down? How do we trust God when there's a whole lot of uncertainty? Yeah, it's a really difficult question with a very simple answer. And it's God that we trust just because we need to and we have to. Mm. You know, the... The only way for us to get through when we have the enemy constantly bombarding our minds with these negative thoughts is to know the word of God. As we know and as we read the word of God, it actually tells us that it will renew our minds. And so in renewing our minds, what we're actually doing is replacing all that that negativity with with positivity. We're actually replacing it with the promises of God. Mm -hmm. God says that his children, that his people will never go without. Yeah, come on. The word says that he owns the cattle on a a thousand hills. Mm -hmm. So he will always make a way. He will not allow us to go through anything that we cannot bear. And I guess the... The premise to that promise is that he will make the way out. We won't always like the way out. But the point is that we need to know his promises. So for me, in a season like this, to trust God when, you know, that that he's our provider in a season that seems like that we could end up without, we just need to know him. Mm. He is faithful all the time. His character never changes. Yeah, it's so good. Just to share a small testimony, only this week, a friend of mine found out on a day that he was losing his job the next day. Mm. So that leaves you with a little bit of uncertainty. Now we prayed together and I kid you not, within a couple of hours of discovering that he did not have a job the following day, he found himself in another employment office signing papers to begin a new job. Wow. that, that's really cool, wow, isn't it? how good is God? God's faithful. Now, wow. it doesn't always pan out that way, but we need to always place our trust in him regardless. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. So I really hear Abba just saying in this season, don't shrink back. Yeah, don't shrink back. Draw a little nearer. Draw a little closer. Press in. Make him your constant resting place. On um, Monday, I was so encouraged. I went onto Instagram and, you know, uh, 30 seconds after I went onto Instagram, Gary Morgan went live and he shared such a great word that encouraged me in my spirit so much. And he read from Psalm 23. So I'll read it to you this morning. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Amen to that. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Amen. He's with us. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. That was our communion message on Wednesday, if you can recall. Yeah. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. And let's declare this together this morning. Surely goodness and love will will follow follow me all the days. Will follow us all the days of our lives. lives. Amen. And we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
And what I loved about what Gary was sharing was that he said when David wrote this psalm, he was not in an amazing no, season. No, he wasn't no. in the best season <laughs> of his life. Not Things were not sweet. Um, life was not going smoothly. He was faced by challenges everywhere, people turning against him, people trying to kill him, um, wives and children being abducted. There yeah. was crazy stuff happening in David's life when he wrote this. So he wrote this in a season of great challenge, but it was in the season of great challenge that he discovered yeah. the character and the nature and the faithfulness and the goodness of our God. So this is a season for us to just yeah. discover more of Abba, to discover more of Papa, to discover more of his nature. You know, David discovered that he had an ever-present God when he required his presence. He discovered healing and refreshment for his soul. Yeah. He, he was freed of fear and he received comfort and reassurance. Do you need some comfort and reassurance this morning? Come on. Jesus is your source. It's our place of rest, our place of peace. Yeah, abundance, you know. He, he actually encountered abundance in the face of enemies and opposition. How good is that? God never lacks. He always has abundance. Provision, love, rest, peace. Yeah. God offers, or offers us all of these things all the time. So can we give you some homework? Till we gather together next Sunday. Just a very quick homework because we're totally out of time yes. today. Read this psalm every day, every morning, every afternoon, every evening, whenever it is that you have your God time, do it multiple times. Read this psalm every day. Meditate on it. Yeah, meditate on it. Let it sink into your heart and your spirit and share with us what it is that God shared with you while you meditated on that. We Amen. love you so much, family. Be so blessed. You are so provided for, so loved, so adored. God is with us. He is for us. He has got us. He's Let's never continue us. to just walk through this season well together as family in Jesus' name. Thanks Amen. for joining us this morning. God bless you all. Bless you.